Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast with Darren Goff, Matt Pryor, Barry Wilkinson and myself, Neil Manthorpe. Day three at the Kensington Oval was wicketless as the West Indies piled the pressure on England. Shane Darich made a superb century. Here comes Ali on to bowl to Darich on 99 and Darich gets to do with a short and cuts away. It's gone back for the point. Will it go to the boundary? But it doesn't matter because he's still going to get it. It's 100 for Shane Darich. The crowd here stands to their feet. The the spectators, of course, are extremely elated. The right excellence at Garfield Sobers, Severton Weeks, and all the cricket legends are applauding. Shane Dowrich, 103 not out. But the best knock of the day came from West Indies captain Jason Holder, who made an unbeaten double hundred, just the third from a batsman at number eight. Holder on strike on 198, short and pulled out towards deep mid. Wicket and it's gone for four, he's got two. Jason Holder leaps into the air. Oh my goodness me. He's three quarters of the way to the change room. The helmet's off. He's throwing his bat in the air and he's clutched in his right hand. He's absolutely thrilled and he wants everybody to know about it. West Indies declared on 415 for six and set England a highly unlikely 628 to win. But England battled hard in the evening session. Joseph in, right arm over. That's a lovely shot from Rory Burns. Pushed through mid-off, all along the floor, and it will run away for another boundary. Eight of them now to Rory Burns. He goes to 39, and the 50 for England is up. It's taken them 18 overs, but most importantly, it says 50 without loss on the scoreboard. And the England supporters give the team a standing ovation. England going to day four. 56 without loss, needing 572 more runs to win, or to bat another two days for an unlikely draw.
Well, day three was just as memorable in a historic sense as day two, which yielded 18 wickets. Day three, no wickets, a seventh wicket partnership of 295 runs. Only the third double century by a number eight batsman, Jason Holder, the West Indies captain, finishing 202 not out from just 229 deliveries. With 23 fours and eight sixes, Shane Dowrich, his schoolboy friend, They've played age group cricket throughout their careers. He finished with his third Test 100. It was the third for both of them. Dowrich 116 in, I have to say, stark contrast from 224 balls. Very much the junior partner in that stand of 295. 16 fours and a six. The West Indies declaring on 415 for six, leaving that England first inning score of 77 looking more and more bizarre and inexplicable. But at least there was a smile on England's faces towards the end of the day because they did get through to the close unscathed, needing a highly unlikely 628 runs of victory in just over 200 overs. It's a, it's a question of restoring pride and perhaps, perhaps even some small hope of salvaging a draw. Who knows? 56 without loss at the close with Keaton Jennings on 11 and Rory Burns on 39. Darren Goff and Matt Pryor with me. Um, breathless stuff for very different reasons, Goffey, but we'll remember today. We will do. Um, I love this game. I really do. And when you're here yesterday, you're watching those wickets. I thought it was a fantastic day's cricket yesterday. And today, for totally different reasons, a wonderful, wonderful, memorable day for the two Barbadians together. Nicknamed, as Barry told me, longest and shortest. And I think it's um, absolutely brilliant that these two, on their own ground, put together an unbelievable partnership at 295. They play some terrific shots, especially from Jason Holder. The sixes he hit, some of them were magnificent. Darich, he stuck in there, he battled through, he played some wonderful straight drives. But do you know something, we've, we've been treated, the fans here who have travelled far and wide from England have been treated to three days of fantastic and different days of Test cricket. Barry Wilkinson is alongside us. I'm just going to give him a moment or two to wipe the smile off his face before I get the, last. the West Indian viewpoint. <laughs> Matt, um, what is your abiding memory of today? No wickets. <laughs> from, from yesterday to today, the contrast in, in, I suppose, the surface a little bit as well. The surface is certainly flattered out. We've, we've spoken Jeffrey Dujan, hugely experienced West Indian cricketer, has said it's going to get slower, it's going to get lower, it's going to get more docile, it's going to get flatter, which is music to the England batsman's ears. But not one wicket, it's just just incredible. Um, I, I think the batters played beautifully, obviously Jason Holder was fantastic, Darridge was, was fantastic, but for England to come out and not lose a wicket in that session was, well, they desperately needed it, but it was it was great to see. It was great to see the fight. And even if they don't go on to save this test match, we're going to need to see more of that over the next couple of days. Right, we're going to walk towards Jason Holder and uh, Jason Dowrich, and I am going to hand the microphone over briefly to uh, Barry Wilkinson, um, who, uh, uh, I mean, we like a good celebration, and Jason Holder and Shane Dowrich certainly gave us one today. Oh, it was a fantastic performance. It brought back memories of the great heydays of West Indies batsmen coming to Kensington and dominating. And what made it more special is that you had two sons of the soil who are coming towards us now, Jason uh, Holder and uh, Shane Dowrich. 
please feel free to ask them a question. Uh, I shall start. Congratulations to uh, Jason Holder and uh, to Shane Dowrich. Gentlemen, um, thank you so much indeed for, for joining us. 200. <laughs> you celebrated uh, when you got 100. Did you ever imagine that you might go on and make a double today, Jason? No, I didn't really think it was. Well, I probably had enough time to make a double, you know, but you know, I was going out a pretty good clip. You know, my main objective was to stay with Shane to make sure he got his 100. You know, I came out and, you know, scored pretty freely and then um, I flew past Shane and was hoping that I was there at the end to, to see him through to his 100 as well. Third double 100 in the history of Test cricket by a number eight batsman. Are you aware of that? Not aware of it, you know. Um, it's obviously a wonderful achievement, um, especially to do it here in front of my home crowd. I actually really wanted to score 100 in front of the home crowd and to do it here now and, and carry on and make a double is something that I will always remember. Shane, you guys go back to schoolboys, don't you? I mean, you've been, you've been best pals for well, as long as you can remember. Yeah, man, we, we have good chemistry off the field and we take it onto the field and that's why we come up with big partnerships a lot. Did you enjoy watching him? He was, uh, he was going at a hell of a pace, wasn't he? Yeah, man, he was pretty destructive today. Um, the ball was just coming out the middle of the bat most of the time and as I said, we just worked it down. We were going in fives and it worked for us today. Did you encourage each other? To, did you always know what the target was, how long you were going to keep batting for? Um, yeah, we pretty much knew that we wanted to bat most of the day. Um, just give our fast bowlers a run late in the evening. So it was just for us to set it up. Um, after lunch, we decided we were going to just try to get to the hundreds and that sort of stuff. But in the end, it paid off. Captain, might you have bowled for 20 minutes before T had Shane got his hundred? No, it was it was always a plan to bat up to tee. Um, we, the English were obviously pretty worn, you know, they had a long time in the field and it was important for us to keep them out there and, and try to wear them down as much as possible. Um, probably this evening we didn't make the new ball count as much as we as as much as we would like, you know, probably would love them to play a little bit a few a few more deliveries, sorry. Um, yeah, that's just the only criticism, you know, but it did went as planned to be honest. Just finally, four years in the job, you've you've had some some highs and a lot of lows, but nothing quite... You haven't got the job done yet, I know that, and I won't tempt fate, but um, just the way things have gone for the first three days, this must be the, the highlight, and to have a team under this much pressure. Yeah, it's good to see the guys put, us, put ourselves in this position. Obviously, two full days of cricket left to be played, and, you know, we've got ten wickets to take. Um, the wicket is still a pretty good one, so we've got to work it out for us tomorrow. So it's 300 each, 300s each now, so uh, keep going. The competition's on between the two of you. Well done, Shane. Thank you. Thanks. Brilliant stuff. Partnership of 295, uh, and uh, they—they—they're uh, not celebrating, Goffy. That two full days. Hear that? Two. There are two full days left, and it looks like he seems. Um, Jason seems like they might uh, be expecting to to go into a fifth, Goffy. Well, I don't think they can quite believe it. I still can't believe it. When they came together, um, they would have had no idea this morning, but they were going to put on a partnership of 295 and set England a total of 628 runs. It's quite remarkable, actually, and it was a pleasure. Two totally different innings. And towards the end, it actually started to look like a benefit match, didn't it? When Keaton Jennings came on the ball to Jason Alder and Jason Alder decided it was time to up the ante and make sure and totally wear England down into the ground. I was just about to uh, go back to, to Barry to get more re West Indian uh, reaction, Barbadian reaction, but uh, we're about to be joined by uh, Joss Butler. Joss, uh, that was a very, very hard day at the office. There was some, some pain out there for you. Yeah, tough day. Um, obviously, um, turning up with hopes of uh, taking those wickets quickly and, and trying to get ourselves back in the game. But uh, credit to the two West Indian players, played really well. And um, you know, as much as we could, we kept going um, for a tough day. 
chastening, but you know that's part of Test cricket, isn't it? You've done that to opposition during your time, and and the, I guess at some point there's a payback. Yeah, it is. So you know, Test cricket's a you know, tough world, and um, when you have as poor a session as we had with the bat, it can um, can really hurt you. Obviously, um, bowlers who put in a lot in the first innings um, don't get the rest, and it can have a big impact um, going into the second innings. But I uh, thought the guys showed a huge amount of um, hunger and desire to keep going. You know, guys at Stokes and Anderson showed immense amount of heart and pride um, for the shirt to, to put in as much effort as they did. We were praising the West Indies bowlers in the, the first innings, but 77 all out, I, I'm sure that pain must run de very deep for all of you. Yeah, of course. Um, it's just the bottom line, it's not good enough and we have to get better. Um, we never managed to wrestle back momentum. You think, you see it, um, you know, lots of times we do it to opposition, it always seems to be a partnership which um, then blunts the attack and, and the batting side manages to get going again and we never were able to do that. Um, credit to West Indies bowling really well but um, we have to be better and able to soak up those situations. Records are there to be broken and history's there to be rewritten and you could bat 180 overs and save this test match, uh, yeah? Well, judging by today, no wickets falling, so um, yeah, that's one good open. But I think, um, again, it's down to the attitude. I thought the two openers there showed um, great courage and, and desire to, uh, and shaped up really well. So um, credit to them for playing in that fashion. And, and we come back tomorrow, take it hour by hour and, and battle as hard as we can. And the final question is, it's just one test match and there are two to come. So whatever happens, happens. It's just one test match, I guess. You put the brackets around it and remember that there are two more to come. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and things we've done some good things in the in the recent past. Um, obviously, it's very disappointing when you have as, as bad a session as we did with the bat. But um, you know, international cricket is pretty unforgiving. You have to dust yourself down and, and come again. Rest up well and uh, there's two days to go. Thank you. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Yeah, tough. And uh, he's got a smile on his face. And, you know, and as I was saying to Goffey earlier on, uh, Matt. Um, you have to remember that it might be your career and uh, it might mean a, a very great deal to you and to many hundreds of thousands of followers, but it is a game and <laughs> nobody's died. You're just getting badly beaten in a game. Yeah, and I, and I think the point he made at the end there is uh, international career is hugely unforgiving, um, but there is only one option and that is dust yourself down and go again. And that's England's only option right now. I agree with uh, what Josh said there in the fact that the, the opening batsmen did what they needed to do, which was front up, get out there, back themselves 
and make sure they didn't lose a wicket today. That was the that was the crucial element because you just felt felt with with England so badly beaten up over the last couple of days that if they lost one, you just feared for the worst. It could have been two, three, four this evening. That hasn't happened. Of course, there's still a long way behind the game. There's a lot of time left, two days, really. The reality of them batting out two days is, well, it's, it's there isn't a reality of that happening, I don't think, but you're spot on. There's much more to this. There are two more test matches coming up very, very quickly and straight to Antigua from, from this test. And England need to make some statements. They haven't yet, but with the bat at all. And there are some batsmen, English batsmen, that need to make statements so they can go into that Antigua test match with a bit of confidence. Barry Wilkinson, um, I, I'd like to ask you this question at the end of the match, but let's do a rehearsal. This feels like the beginning of a new era, um, and I know that might be a bit premature. You said after the first innings how frustrating and how familiar it was to see batsmen making 40s and 50s. It was a wonderful bowling display, and that, now the batsmen, a couple of them anyway, have, uh, have come to you with <laughs> exactly what you are. It does feel like it might be, the, might be the beginning of a new era. Yeah, I've been asking for this kind of consistency uh, for a long time because the West Indies batsmen have been getting starts but not going on to score big partnerships. And we just saw what a big part partnership can do. A big partnership can take a team out of an entire game. So if they can do that more consistently, yeah, then I will say, yeah, it's definitely the beginning of a new era because consistency is the is the, the factor to a team winning test matches. You don't just want to do this now and then you don't do it in Antigua, you don't do it in St. Lucia. You want to have not only Dulwich and Holder doing it, you want to have Bradford and Campbell doing it. If not Bradford and Campbell, Bravo and Hope. If not Bravo and Hope, you want to have Hetmeyer doing it uh, along with Roston Chase. You need to have big partnerships being built. We saw that today and we saw how destructive that can be for the opposition. Before I let you go, uh, we've heard from Shane Dowrich and Jason Holder. Tell us a little bit about them. Well, they've, they didn't go to the same school, but they were, uh, I think you can say, arch rivals. One went to a school called um, Combermere, which has churned in a lot of former West Indies cricketers dating back from Suez Hall. Uh, then Jason Holder, he went to the school called St. Michael's School. Ezra Mosey um, is actually was his personal coach from the time he was like 12 or 13. And Ezra Mosey is actually the one responsible for molding him into a, a fast bowler. This is a stat for you. Jason Holder started out as an opening batsman. So at school, he used to open the batting. He wasn't bowling. And then when he got about 14 years old, Ezra Mosey said, look, you're tall enough that you can start bowling with those big, long legs. And he, he started bowling, and Ezra said, look, I have something here I can work with. And if you know Ezra Mosey, he bowls uh, away swingers. He's um, a, a cricketer that is a uh, tremendous value with his away swingers. And Ezra Mosey actually taught Jason Holder from scratch how to become the bowler he is today. Lots of credit to Ezra Mosey for what he's worked uh, here today with, uh, with uh, Jason Holder. And they were just good friends because they're the same age. They played against each other for quite a while. They played in the Barbados team for about uh, six or seven seasons. So, you know, they went to the academy that was open here for a little while called the Sagical High Performance Center. So they have been playing together, I would say, for the last eight, nine years. So they knew each other really well. Like I said, they are best friends. Their nicknames together are tallest and shortest. You, you go out any night where there's uh, clubbing, you're going to see them together taking selfies. You go on the Instagram pages, they're together. They're really good mates. So the way they battled today is not surprising. It's not the first time they've done it. They actually put on a partnership of 212 in Zimbabwe uh, in December 2017 for the ninth wicket. And that was because uh, Jason was batting at number eight and not number seven. So this is not the first time they've put on a big partnership. And I think we expect to see a lot from them in the next uh, decade or so of West Indies cricket once they remain fully fit. Great stuff. See you tomorrow. I'll see you. Yeah. Well, um, what would 
heal the bruises for you, Goffey? What would uh, do you have a, a performance? I won't ask you for numbers, but do you do you have a, a performance that that would heal the bruises for you? And what do you think the England players need to do for them to leave and go to Antigua feeling a little bit better about themselves? I don't think you have to heal anything. I think it comes a time where you've got to give West Indies credit. They played absolutely wonderful. They, they, they've got everything right. The selection um, at, the, at the side, he wins the toss, he decides to bat. People thought, wow, we four seamers. They thought that was a strange decision. He managed to get that uh, decent total on the board, just under 300. Then the bowling performance was absolutely out of this world one of the best I've seen live at a cricket game the ball with aggression and pace and bowled as a unit and then today that partnership nobody would have said so many things have happened this game which you would have said that ain't gonna happen that ain't gonna happen so tomorrow am I gonna say England gonna, gonna knock off 620 I'm not no I'm not that stupid well I am but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it but I think realistically England need to come out of this with a couple of players getting some good form in a couple of hundreds between them and, and that would be a huge bonus going into Antigua yep for me England have to take this game to the fifth day I think that's the target they should set themselves I think they should say right we're, we're not just going to give it up tomorrow there's still two days to go it's a long way to go but the, the first target is we bat out the day tomorrow we bat out day four it's the batsman that got us in this mess it's the batsman going to have to get us out of this mess take responsibility and I think if you start thinking okay we've got about two days to go etc etc it's, it's too big a challenge but to have some pride, have some fight, have some hunger, we've just spoken about it. This is a good batting wicket. There is no reason why England can't bat the day tomorrow. So that would be, that would be my challenge to this England batting lineup is say, make sure this test match goes to day five. And I tell you what, if we have an, a similar day tomorrow, then you start thinking, hang on a minute, if, imagine if, imagine if England lost two wickets tomorrow three wickets tomorrow <laughs> suddenly you're into day five and you're thinking oh hang on a minute now you are what dreaming if? now we are dreaming well, you could listen it could happen that's what i'm saying you just listen cricket is a wonderful game and so many things have happened over the history of the game i'm i'm never going to write anything off because you've always going to be optimistic but realistically you know we, we've been talking about the criticism side. yes Stuart bro should have played we all said it before the start of the game we're not just saying it because of the position they're in but if england would have battered better that first inning 77 all that's not good enough and got a decent total 300 on a good buy look at the pitch today and then you've just seen John Campbell come on and the odd one were turning it's turning so the two spinners might have come into the game there's so many questions to ask about the selection and the way we've played this match but congratulations to West Indies they're in a great position but it ain't over yet England have got to take it as Matt says to that last day the only thing I would say about that as well I mean the West Indies came into this fielding session the second innings so far ahead of the game I was expecting the ball to be nipping about buzzing wicket keeper appealing you know everything going crazy and it and it wasn't it was pretty quiet they didn't make England play that much and at the end they didn't look like they were going to get a wicket let's be honest so I you say I'm dreaming England have to take that mentality into into tomorrow why should they not they have got 10 wickets in hand they surely can bat out a day on a flat wicket in the great timeless test of 1934 in Durban, England was set 620 by South Africa and they were 400 for four when they had to leave to get the boat back home. So you know what? They might have done that. They might have chased 600. They might have done, you know, we, uh, there's no harm in dreaming. But for now, England have to restore some pride and show that they really can bat against this four-man pace attack. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the following on podcast via iTunes, Acast or your usual podcast provider.
Sam Kern is going to bowl now from the Joe Gard end and bowls to Holder, who's getting an easy single to get us half century just to the backward point area. I've been so impressed with this kid. The West Indies were a shambles. We were an absolute shambles. And this kid's led from the front brilliantly. He goes in again. That's straighter. Roundabout middle and off, and Darich will clip it through the leg sides. It will go all the way for four, and it will go away for a 50 for Shane Darich. Sam Curran runs away from us. Outside of off stop. Oh, what a oh. hit! Oh my good night! Jason Holder has hit that miles. It's almost come down in the dockyard. So Rashid to continue from the far end. Jason Holder sets him straight back down over his head, and he goes all the way for six. Jason Holder, the skipper, goes to three figures in the grand manner, holds his bat like it's a toothpick in his right hand and waves it to all parts. He thoroughly deserves that 100. That's been an excellent captain's knock. And it's the West Indies' highest seventh wicket partnership at home against England. Here we go. He's coming in from about 15 paces or so, and Jason Holder sliced him into the offside. Up in the air, three fielders go, and it's dropped. This now just completes the nightmare. This is the situation you just don't want it to get to. Here comes Ali on to bowl to Darich on 99, and Darich gets to do with a short and cuts away. It's gone back for the point. Will it go to the boundary? But it doesn't matter because he's still going to get it. It's 100 for Shane Darich. It's the moment that you dream of as an international cricketer. He has just turned it into a benefit match. Keen Jennings bowling from one end. Yes, Keen Jennings bowling. Holder on strike on 198. Short and pulled out towards deep mid. Wicket and it's gone for four. He's got 200. Jackson Holder leaps into the air. Oh my goodness me. And with it comes the declaration. And England have been set a target of 628. Joseph in right arm over. That's a lovely shot from Rory Burns through mid-off all along the floor and it will run away for another boundary and the 50 for England is up it's taken them 18 overs but most importantly it says 50 without loss on the scoreboard 50 is the starter good good confidence builder excellent shot by Burns here we go then final ball of the day for a day that has no wickets in it Campbell is in Jennings watches it through to Darich and I'll let the England supporters take you through that one Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's a place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.